<laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to the Millennial Sales Podcast. This is your host, Tommy Tahoe Lemo, and this is the podcast where young sellers come to learn about the craft, to up-level their skills, to uh, progress on their career, get more money, make more sales, get the next job, whatever it is that is next on your path for sales. Uh, that's what we're here for. We're all learning together. Um, sales can be the best job in the world uh, when done right. It can be the worst job when done poorly, as John Barrow says. So um, happy to help everyone kind of get on the right path as I'm on the path as well. Um, thanks for tuning in. The last Monday before the end of the quarter for many of us, or at least before the end of the month. So I'm high, I'm hyped up. I'm fired up. I'm excited. I've got my coconut cold brew from Trader Joe's poured and uh, my flamingo shirt on. So we're rolling. Um, excited to get into today's podcast. This is going to be a solo episode. Before I do that, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, first up, we've got gong.io. Gong, what can I say? The, the number one sales uh, technology that's ever been created. Number one revenue intelligence platform. Uh, I love it so much. I went to work there and it's, uh, it's really changed my life and changed my career. So uh, all I can say is you absolutely have to check it out. If you're interested in driving more revenue, if you're interested in coaching your sales team, learning about your market, learning about your competitors, there's really no second option uh, other than Gong. So uh, if you're interested, go to gong.io or you can hit me up on LinkedIn. I'm Tom Alemo on LinkedIn. Uh, DM me. I'll point you in the direction of someone. I had a, a business development uh, leader hit me up just today, and I introduced him to someone uh, on the business development team on our side. And now we got a meeting set up. So uh, if you have questions, feel free to hit me up. Uh, I'm also giving a shout out to Postal.io. So in a world where everything is spray and pray, uh, everything is you know super automated, Postal helps you to customize the gifts that you send to a customer or a partner um, or a prospect. So it could come from the florist across town, the brewery on the street corner, things like that. Um, so super cool technology there. I use it with my customers as well. Um, a thing that we're doing for the last few days here of June, if you go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for this show, uh, and then you send that to me on LinkedIn, that should only take you about 47 seconds. Uh, they'll give you a free Starbucks gift card just right on the spot. So uh, it's pretty easy win-win for all of us around. Uh, so check out them, check Gong, check out Postal. Uh, a lot of love for both of them for uh, supporting the show. Uh, if you want to connect with me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tommy Tahoe, LinkedIn, Tom Alamo, uh, obviously Spotify, Apple, YouTube, all over the place. So um, let's get into today's piece of content. I, I put out a... a LinkedIn post last week that really took off. And um, that's what I want to base this uh, podcast around. Uh, so I wrote about, you know, I joined B2B sales, uh, the sales world just over six years ago, uh, June 1st of 2015. And uh, it's changed my life in so many ways. And so I wrote, you know, because six years, I wrote six things that uh, I wish people told me when I first started. And I'll expand a little bit more than what I did when I posted. Um, so number one, embrace a growth mindset, right? Um, anything that you start with, anything that you start at, you're going to suck, right? If you start playing the violin, if you start making, you know, being a cook, if you start trying to learn a language, you're going to be terrible when you first start. And it's just like that 
with sales. There's some co- there's some things that you know might be intrinsic to you, like working with people or b- being organized or um, you know w- being persistent or some of these skills that may be already internal. But in general, there's going to be a lot of the process that is really challenging. And that'll be the the parts will be different for everyone, but the challenge will be there for everyone. Um, and the best advice I can give on that is to just go out, try to get one percent better every day. Uh, there's a great book I've talked about it before, James Clear, Atomic Habits, where he says if you get one percent better every day, and you trace that out on a graph for a year, uh, you'll be like three thirty times better than you were when you started the year. On the inverse, if you got one percent worse every day you'd be just that much worse than when you started. And so I'm a big believer that you don't have to do massive things, but little bits of action and activity every single day can really add up. So have a growth mindset, embrace the failure that's going to come and know that you're just getting better progress over perfection is something I like to say. Uh, number two, 5149. Um, Make every interaction more valuable for the other person, right? So you're writing an email to a prospect. It's not about you. It's not about the meeting that you want to land. It's not about you selling them your product, right? What can you help them with? What can you teach them? What can you educate them on, right? Unless you are checking off any of those boxes, you're not going to make a difference. You're not going to break through, right? So it has to be, at least 51%, uh, ideally more than that, about the other person. You're working with a customer. You want them to sign before the end of the of the month or the quarter, right? We're at the end of the quarter right now for a lot of us, for me as well. Um, that's a selfish request. Why is it important for them? What are you doing for them? That doesn't mean you have to discount, but um, is there some sort of timeline that they're working on that this benefits them, right? It should be about them. Um, your boss, right? Not everything's about you. How can you make their life easier? Your colleagues, people on your team, um, the company as a, as a whole, right? You're obviously benefiting from a lot of these people. You need help. That's very fair. But you want to try to add value as much as you can, right? Be the person that you're listening to this podcast, share it out with your team, right? You want to be known as the person that is learning and is sharing some of those learnings with people, right? You read a great blog, you read a great book, you come across a tactic, you stunk on a call, or you did a great job on a call, share that with the team. It'll be a great way to get better. Um, so that's another one, 5149, make everything about the other person. That's like just a good life tip too, right? I mean, no one wants to be uh, talking to the person that only talks about themselves, right? You want someone to be interested rather than interesting. Um, number three, be a student of the game. I remember my first meeting in person that I went to in my sales career uh, in B2B sales, not Cutco. Uh, I, long story short, it, it was a randomly big deal that you know started to happen. And we got the CMO of this hot startup, chief marketing officer, my head of sales and me and my boss, we go to their office for uh, like a Friday lunch meeting scenario. And um, essentially, I brought sandwiches. I ate two sandwiches and I said zero words because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know anything about the buyer. I also didn't know anything about sales. So there's kind of two ways that you can be a student of the game, right? One is be a student of your buyer, right? You sell to salespeople. Okay, what do sales leaders read? What blogs? 
what podcasts they listen to, who do they follow on LinkedIn, what books do they read, etc. Right? Um, you sell to technology, you know, uh, I, IT people, marketers, whatever it is. Figure out what they read to get better at their job, and you should be reading those too. Okay, one article a day. That's all it takes. One article or one podcast, one piece of content a day. It won't mean anything in a week, but in three months, you'll know a lot more than a lot of your colleagues. Um, the other side of being a student of the game is what you're doing right now, right? Listening to this podcast, getting better at, at sales, reading sales books, psychology books, um, mindset, per, you know, self-help, you know, writing, influencing, communication. There's books, there's podcasts, there's YouTube channels, up the wazoo. I have lists on my site um, if you want to check them out. Um, I wrote a book, uh, an ebook last year. You could check it out on my LinkedIn page, uh, how to thrive in your first year of sales. Like there's so many great resources out there. So uh, be a student, take time, 30 minutes a day where you learn a little bit about the customer and a little bit about sales and psychology. Number four, this is probably the most um, controversial of them, but I say survive your first year, right? Some of the absolute best salespeople that I know wanted to quit within six months because there's so much adversity that you hit in your first sales job in the first six to nine to 12 months where there's just so many no's and so much rejection and it all piles on you. And if you're not used to it, it can be really disheartening and it's easy to quit and it's understandable to quit, but you can't quit because what's on the other side of that, that turmoil or that, that, that frustration, that sadness, that, that anxiety is a, can be a lot of success. And if you do it for a year, a full year, and you get to the end and it's not right for you, there's no harm in that. There's no harm, no foul. Most of us are going to be working 45 to 50 years, right? So if you spend one of those years in sales, learning a lot of skills that are going to benefit you through life, throughout your career. Um, there's no harm, no foul in that, right? And, and if it's not right for you, go into marketing or customer success or teaching or operations or something else, you know, be a writer, be a YouTuber, whatever it is that, that you think your next path will be. There's no shame in that. But give it the full year, right? Don't stop now. Don't stop when it hurts. Don't stop in the middle stop when it's over, right? Um, and that's, you want to, there's there's some pushback on, well, if you hate, you know, every day of your life, why are you going to keep doing it? There's something to be said, in my opinion, about pushing through, knowing something's probably going to suck for a little while. It's the same thing if you want to get in shape. It's the same thing if you uh, are maybe taking a night class and you want to get your master's or some sort of degree, Right, it's the same thing if um, you know you're trying to build a, a personal skill on the side, right, or a side hustle, right. It's it's really hard work, um, but it can be really beneficial. Uh, so survive your first year. Number five, the number five thing of when when you start your sales career uh, is find help. Right, uh, I think we're surprised to hear that mentees people that might mentor you want to help, right? They are people that are successful. They're busy. They've got a lot going on, but you know what? They also do want to help you. 
right? Um, they get satisfaction out of finding someone that's hungry and humble and wants to uh, and wants to get better. And so, you can find help from if you have a great boss. That's amazing. Uh, from my experience, a lot of salespeople would say that they don't have a great boss. I'd say more than half would say that. Um, so you might have a great boss. You might not. You might have great colleagues, people on your team. I'm sure there's someone on your team that you look up to and that you think is great. Other people at your company. And even random people on LinkedIn. I have made so many great connections personally and professionally in the last, especially the last year and a half throughout COVID while we've all been uh, cooped up inside, hitting people up. I listen to a podcast like this. I hit the person up. Uh, I, I start chatting them up. I start building a relationship. Uh, a webinar, I read a book or a blog and, um, and just build it over time. And so find help. And the number six is just be you. Everyone has their own style of communicating and of being successful and of doing their thing. And it's easy to see someone and want to, to try to copy their style. Just like when you grew up playing maybe basketball, you wanted to be Michael Jordan or Allen Iverson or Lisa Leslie or whomever you wanted to be. Um, or a musician might copy someone that they looked up to. It's easy to find someone that's successful and try to copy them. But the, e the, the sooner that you can learn to bring your own individual style, that could be how you dress, how you talk, how you write, how you handle negotiations, uh, all of that, and just be yourself. Um, people will be able to respect that and want to deal with you. Um, so those are my six things. I don't know everything by a long shot. I'm still trying to figure out a lot. I'm still stressing here the last few days of the quarter, um, but I hope this is helpful uh, as you're navigating. If you ever have questions, you can always hit me up. Uh, the best place to do so is probably Tom Alamo on LinkedIn. Uh, I get DMs all the time. Uh, Tommy Tahoe on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and then please show some love. First of all, show some love to the sponsors, Gong and Postal. Show some love to me. Subscribe, leave a review. Been doing this show almost four years um, and just grinding this thing out. This one happens to be on a Friday evening. So um, really appreciate all the love and support from you all. Um, without a further ado, that's all I've got for today. I'll be back on Wednesday with a great episode with the Devin Reed from Gong. Um, and we'll get, we'll, we'll kick it. And uh, I'm wishing everyone best of uh, end of month and end of quarter. That's it for today. Peace.